Welcome to episode 101 of Planet Fantasy. I'm your host, Katie, the lucky winner of Curate Your Own Podcast 101. And my guests today are uh, Damon and Kyle. Welcome, guys. Hi. Hi. (laughs) What have you been been listening to lately or, or reading or watching? Damon? Yes. All of the Disney Channel original movies I've been able to get my hands on. And I didn't even get a quarter of the way through. There's so many, and I hate myself. Well, I guess that leads us into this uh, episode's theme, (laughs) (laughs) which is not Space Jam. So uh, everyone who put a line in Vegas, um, they really lost out on that one. Um, But yeah, I uh, wanted to figure out what had like all of my favorite things, Disney, sports, musicals, um, Disney sports musicals. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that really led to the obvious Disney Channel original mo- movies theme. So uh, that's also what I've been consuming ad nauseum. Yeah, I... um. I duck homework at every opportunity. So I watched two movies, sorry, a movie and a half today um, after my nap. Otherwise, you know, Atlanta's pretty good so far. (laughs) Not really watching much. Um, I have been doing my MCU rewatch and I'm also factoring in the, I was going to say the Netflix stuff, but the now Disney plus stuff just started uh, Daredevil season one again. So I'm not emotionally okay, but when am I ever? Um, just got through episode three. <laughs> Wasn't that seven years ago today when it dropped, I believe? Is Holy what the shit. Was that doesn't make any sense in my brain. Mm-hmm. Seven years. Wow. Yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, that's wild, but yeah, I'll believe you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, I mean, other than that, I uh, I think we're ready to move on to the list game and get this thing rolling. That's right. Our producer, Anna H., has a very special Disney-themed list, uh, list game for us. What is that list game, Anna? The list game is Disney Channel Original Stars. And I will be accepting movies or TV shows. But it can't be something random like Jason Momoa did a voice cameo <laughs> impossible back in 2003. Nothing like that. Okay. Like they have to have a significant role like Melissa Jones okay. and Sabrina. Okay. Like okay. the people we had to have seen do the one thing, the intro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the one club. <laughs> the one thing. All right. Uh, all right. So let's start with Katie and then Damon and then myself. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with America Ferrera. 
Ooh, good one. Hillary Duff. Hey now. Oh wait, are uh, we not? Are we just doing it? Are we doing that alphabetical? Oh, that's up to Anna. Uh, yeah, is that why you took me so really? long? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you want to go alphabetical, Katie. You'll just get credit from for the rest of your life from me. I would be. We very don't. Yeah, we don't have to do that. alphabetical. That's oh. just like, no. no long. I was like, oh, okay, that makes way more sense. Yeah, that makes way more sense. Okay, so Hillary Duff. Um, let's go with Ryan Merriman. Um. Uh, Kristen Storms. Oh, um, the Sprouse twins. They have names. Yeah, <laughs> they matter. Yeah, name one. <laughs> Cole, jeez, I know their names. I just wanted to say the Sprouse. You know, I just wanted yeah. to say that. Guess uh, what the other one's name is? Dylan Sprouse. That's mine. Thanks, David. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lee Thompson Young. Oh, um, Tia Mallory. <laughs> Tamara Mallory. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, uh, Joey Lauren. Whoa. Um, Matt Lawrence. Christy Carlson Romano. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, he's. Is it, it's Taj Maori, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Everyone's favorite, Debbie Ryan. <laughs> you know, of Radio Rebel fame. I'm sure that the first movie that will be drafted later on. Um, uh, Sabrina Carpenter. Zach Efron. Um, these people are stars beyond his channel, but they got their start. Does like Demi Lovato count for like mm -hmm. Sunny with a Chance or you know So Random, or whatever it was called? Okay. Oh yeah, that's where she started. Yeah. Yep. Zendaya. <laughs> yeah. Um. Selena Gomez. There we go. Uh, Bella Thorne. Joe Jonas. <laughs> Nick Jonas. No, sorry, Kevin. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's going to come after you. You said his name, so that's your... your okay, sorry, fine, Kyle. Kevin Jonas. I stick up for him anyway. Um, oh, man. Um, Lelaine. Oh, man. 
can't think of any more. Um, five, yeah, four, three, two, one. I can't think of any more. Okay. Now I have to think of one. Oh, um, God. of course. <laughs> the, the, okay, I'm mad now. But okay. oh, okay. So now I'm gonna feel stupid if I don't think of that. Whatever that one is. Uh, the fact we haven't said it yet. Uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Dove Cameron. I think his name is Justin Henry. From uh. Nope, that's his character's name. Never mind. Wizards of Waverly Place. I think I confused his life. David Henry. Justin is the character's name. Um, uh, Allison Stoner. <laughs> I'm trying to think of... I can't think of her name. Um, oh, uh, Brenda Song. Dang it, that's what I was gonna do. <laughs> um oh I got another one. Um Taryn Killam. Why do I always forget that he before SNL he was Disney Channel? Um Shane Top. Um Sean As Ashmore. Uh, Corbin Blue. Um, uh, oh, actually, um, Olivia Rodrigo. Of course. Um, <laughs> Damien Haas. Um, Eric Von Detten. Um, I can't think of, Damon, I think I know what you were talking about and I can't think of her name, but I also can't, I, I don't want to say who I'm thinking of, like with the characters, because I don't want to give it to Katie. Uh, You got five, four. Raven Simone. That's oh. what I was going to say, and I hate you. <laughs> I forgot so many. I was blank so hard, and I, I know all of these. Um, I think her name is Keely Williams. Okay. She's one of the other Cheetah Girls. Gotcha. Um, Bridget Midler. Um... Uh oh, um five. Four. Well, I know Adrian. I don't know if she's Three. oh Ali Matelka. Adrian mm, Matelka. <laughs> I know that's obvious. <laughs> uh God. 
Does Lindsay Lohan count? Yeah, yeah I think so. Right. She was in a Disney Channel original she, movie. Other than yeah, the parent she was trap. in Get a Clue. Yeah. yeah. It was like the parent trap and then those bunch of movies that she did on and Disney Channel. Wasn't Herbie Disney? It was a Disney. It was a, it was a theatrical, theatrical release. release. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. This also may not count because he was definitely an established star before. I don't know if it'll count. Phil Morris, it's Mr. Mr. Mosby in Sweet Life, because he's definitely like he was a bit actor and he was in a ton of shit before that show, but also now is like irrevocably linked with Mr. Mosby. I will accept. Okay. Ashley Tisdale. That's, Fuck! That's her name. <laughs> that was one of the ones I was like, I can't believe I forgot. I was like, Sharpay, you, you were like, Maddie. You were like, all like, oh, Mr. Mosby. And I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> I didn't think of her name. Ashley Tisdale, that's it. Okay. Um, but that's not the big one. Really? Lucas Grabeel. Isn't that Ryan? Yeah, Sharpay and Ryan. That's that's Ryan's name, isn't it? His name is Lucas. Lucas, Gra- I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's like Grabiel, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bug Hall. It was also in Get a Clue. <laughs> Oh, I can't. Okay, what's her name? Five, four, three, two. Jake T. Ryan. Mm-hmm. Jake T. Ryan. He's um he's the younger brother in Wizards of Waverly Place. That's right. Nope, he's not. I'm out. It's Jake T. Austin. Yep. Um, it's Jake T. Austin. Fuck. Um, there is a Jake. Ryan, though. I'm just trying to remember if it's a character name. Jack Ryan? No. It's something. Nope, it's a character name. I stand corrected. Okay. On Hannah Montana. Um, Speaking of Hannah Montana, did we. Miley Cyrus. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that was the one. As soon as I was done, I was like, I I technically Uh, have to get another one. Um, And I won't use Miley Cyrus. Okay. Um, but no, the one I had, if I can remember it now that we've talked about Miley Cyrus, <laughs> um, was uh, Ross Lynch. Oh, Ross Lynch. Yeah. Anyone from Hannah Montana. Emily Osment, I know. Uh, yeah. Mitchell I know. Russo, like Jesus Christ. Literally, literally, this is a Miley Cyrus shirt because I, <laughs> I have a. Uh, because I told you I'd come in costume like I always do. So I have a Cheetah Girls costume. Hell yeah. And so no. obviously all of the leopard print in my <laughs> closet <laughs> that I had to dig way deep for is uh, Miley Cyrus from Walmart circa 2010. Hmm. Nice. Cash so, those checks. So Katie, what is the uh, the draft order? Oh, goodness. Okay. <laughs> 
the draft order is going to be um, I need to put some ska in the background right now. <laughs> I'm going to pick first. Kyle's going to pick second. And then Damon is down for the down turnaround. Down for the turnaround. <laughs> All right. Kick All right. us off. What is the, the first pick? The first pick... Uh, I I don't think any of you guys have seen this movie. This is a lie. This is, I um uh it's a, it's a classic um soul skaters versus the uh, <laughs> I know. Damon is pissed. I know. Damon, I'm so sorry. I know they, I, I, I know it's it's not because I hate you. It's because I I knew so, you were gonna pick it. It's so good. I can't I can't hate. Oh, I, um, hate I can't. I like honestly. I don't know how many times. Like honestly, probably close to a hundred <laughs> times. I watched this with my brothers growing up, and um, Team Pup and Suds for life. Uh, you know, uh, it's really, it's just all about soul skating. So many teenage boy feelings in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, you know, down, down with corporations. That's really what we learned. Um, but I, I just remember like going out and rollerblading with my little brother around campus after watching this movie we lived on a college campus um and uh yeah i mean it's just a classic like you you can't beat it and i was like so in love with eric von detten um he was just the he was the coolest and it was a little bit crushing to me that the annoying little sister was named Katie, but I was also like the like know-it-all little sister that was blonde and named Katie. So it was kind of fitting in my life. Um, but yeah, like this, like when I think Disney Channel original movies, I definitely automatically think of Brink. And if anyone has not seen the SNL clip about Brink, like they need to watch it. My my brother sent it to me like immediately. He's like, hey, "Did you watch? Did you watch Weekend Update?" And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "This kid's gonna be a star. He's us, Katie." It's like, okay. Damon, do you have any um, thoughts on Brink? Uh, yeah, uh, great, great pick, Katie. Um, I love this movie so much. It is. It was definitely, it was essentially the second, I think, second or third Disney Channel original movie. Um, and I, I fell in love from the get-go. It was everything, like, eight, nine-year-old Damon needed in life, which was the ska punk. It was, you know, blading. It was soul skating. It was just this blend of everything that was supposed to be really cool. Um, I was an X Games kid growing up, so this was just, like, Yes, this was everything. I loved watching the X Games and summer competitions like that. So when this dropped, I I loved it. Eric 
Ron Denton was just you you wanted to be him. He was so cool. Uh, he had several movies in the '90s that were were really great. Um, it was Escape to Witch Mountain, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, right? He was in. Yeah, that, that was pretty good. But Brink, it's just so fun. I mean, you have Peter, you have Gabriella. I I love the uh, the downhill with Brink and Gabriella, and when stupid ass dude who we won't name or mention anymore uh, throws the rock, the gravel. Um, and yeah, it's just. And I like that Katie mentioned the fact that uh, it was it told us that corporations were bad because I think this was the first, I first the gateway for for me hating capitalism. So thanks, you, <laughs> Brink. I, I applaud you. Have you ever been to the X Game? No, that'd be awesome. I've wow. been to the X Game. Which one? Um, I don't I don't know which year it was, but we post uh. Minneapolis is hosted three times. That's awesome. Um, and so, yeah, I I didn't go to all of the events, but um, I went to some of the outdoor events. Nice. I also, much like Katie, have memories of me uh, rollerblading, but inside my house. <laughs> because I live in a small southern village. <laughs> it's not city. Um, so I would just roll around in my house like there's like a kind of like a built in square in my house. So I just roll through the bathroom, through the hallway, into the living room, back into the kitchen. I just go round and around, annoying the hell out of my parents. <laughs> we would do that in the basement, too. We yeah. had like a, a paved basement. I love it. Kyle. Yeah. Did I you mean- like I was really worried. So I adore Brink. I was very nervous with Katie having the first pick and stalling for so long. I was like, oh, she's just picking which of the three movies she's going to uh, actually, which of the two that count that count that she's going to pick, um, which I will not be picking next. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's much not much more I can say. Um, obviously, I was I was, you know, Came to it a bit later than y'all did, but it's it's been around as long as I've been alive. So it's it's a movie that I've always, I mean, I rel- religiously grew up on, on Disney Channel. So I, I, this had to have been one of the first movies that I, I saw, just in general. Like, not even Disney Channel movies, just movies. Um, yeah. I think at, like most days, I'll text my one of my siblings, my brother or sister, and be like, did you, when you wake up this morning, do you say, I'm going to talk, or do you say, I'm going to brink, or, or skate, or whatever? Like, it was just no context, and we all know what we're talking about. Um, yeah. Also, did y'all know, didn't know this, and I just looked this up as Katie was talking about it. Do you know who auditioned for the role of Katie Brinker? Pop sensation Brie Larson herself auditioned for the role of Katie Brinker. <laughs> wow. Of would have course. been wild. I would have been I into would've... that. Instead, they had the girl who was also the. Uh, she plays multiple little sisters in, in multiple of these movies. I mean, so she's good at it. Mm-hmm. We'll talk <laughs> about her again. The, yeah, she's the decom little sis. She is. Yeah. The only movie that should have been number one. So I'm okay that it got picked. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. I am still torn. I'm actually like. Yes, it was the natural choice. I was hoping Katie was going to pick another movie so I could pick either its predecessor or its sequel. Um, So now I'm torn because I don't know which one I want. But I am going to go with... Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, 2006's High School Musical. Um, 
I, I hate I, you so much. You should have gone with it. You this had the first pick. pick. I know, but I didn't think that it would be in your wheelhouse, and so I was like, He's, "Oh, I fucking love this movie. I fucking love all three musicals." Yeah, I um, I love all also, three. Also, High School Musical three isn't eligible. That's what I'm saying. I know. That's what I'm saying. Three. One and two, because I remember seeing yeah. the third one in the theater. Um, yeah. So I was torn between one and two. I love the mess that is two, but I think the first one is just. God, it's so good. Like without High School Musical, we now today don't have like the the phenomenon that is Olivia Rodrigo. So this movie, more than probably anything else we're picking, has more cultural relevance, significance, um, and it's still a fucking banger. Like, are you reading my notes? Because I have that exact like. <laughs> no, I just love this movie. I just down. love this movie. Uh, it's just so good. Like, it's timeless. It, and it's so stupid to say that about a fucking Disney Channel original movie, but it's true. Like, it really is a timeless movie, and it's still so damn good and catchy. And the soundtrack, again, soundtrack. My favorite soundtrack might even be two or three. But I mean, this soundtrack is just every song. Like it, there's, it's one of those no skip soundtracks. Um, you know, kicking it off with start start of something new. I mean, like Bop to the Top. I still sing Bop to the Top all the time with my sister. A lot of the stuff is going to be related to my siblings because we just grew up watching all this stuff together. But yeah, I, uh, you know, young, young, confused Kyle would watch this movie and like try and convince himself he was in love with Gabrielle, but he was really in love with Troy. Uh, and I just, I was so, I would try and like do the duets, uh, both of their parts, but then I would just get distracted watching Zac Efron sing. And I was like, there's no hope. Um, it's, it's just such a good movie. Uh, I love all three, like unashamedly love all three movies. Like I said, I think three may be my favorite soundtrack of the bunch. Um, but you just can't top the, the original with, you know, Ryan and Sharpay, their troubling sexual, uh, tension and <laughs> the, like the, the number in the in the cafeteria i mean it's just also sharpay being the villain but like yeah she's not a villain she just wants to like speed up numbers and make them good musical numbers like she's the hero of this story and i maintain that as a theater kid who's not a theater kid yeah exactly our, our producer has pointed out the perfect uh comparison which is that ryan and sharpay are the original jamie and cersei lannister um you can't convince me otherwise, but yeah, I, 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 when Katie was, was debating, I was like, oh, she's going to either pick high school musical or high school musical two. And I was worried and I was okay with just taking the other one, but I was glad to have both choices. So yeah, I had to, had to kick off my first pick with, with high school musical. I'll go, go ahead and just jump in, uh, get my head in the game, which is my favorite song from the, from the movie. This, this came out, you said 2006, right? Yeah. So this was when I became a freshman in high school. So this was when Damon decided to be like, I'm done with these movies. I'm done <laughs> watching kids stuff. You know, uh, I was busy doing adult high school stuff, you know. Um, <laughs> so I don't think I watched High School Musical until like, I don't know, 2013, 2014. When you become an adult and you're like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm going to watch whatever. Um and it's good. It, it's fun. Super catchy songs. I think Zach is is a really talented guy, and you see how talented he is even then. Um, it's you know I don't think I have as much resonance with it because I didn't watch it with it. It was just super everywhere. And there's a couple other musicals that I prefer over it for Disney, but I like it. And I don't think you can't have this in the first round because 
it's probably the most popular or like the series high school musical is the most popular probably of the decom so it had to be i can't hate you for that one katie your thoughts yeah well i have no thoughts absolutely whatever um <laughs> so um they i think they should have let zach efron sing i think that that was, they did him dirty there um I was a senior in high school when this came out, and that's the age where you start to come back around to Disney, and you're like, um, you're all like sitting around uh, with your friends, and you're like, we should turn on Disney Channel. Like, let's see what's playing on Disney Channel. Just ironically turn on Disney Channel, Uh but you actually really want to, yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're, like, hanging out with your theater friends, because I am a theater kid. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and, yeah, I mean, it just, it was everything. Like, like I said, it's (laughs) Disney and sports and a musical Mm -hmm. all in one. This was my everything. I love it so much. High School Musical, the musical, the series is amazing. And I love it. And like their covers of the songs are fantastic. I adore them. Um, And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how all that drama plays out and how long this show lasts. But, um, But the thing itself, I mean, I went to the midnight premiere of high school musical three like and that was my like sophomore junior year of college like and that was again like a hey guys let's just go to this like teen movie let's just go (laughs) um yeah it was i it was such a phenomenon like you couldn't walk into a target without seeing like Mm-hmm. everything in the front was yep. just like life size like I know that my little brother one of his friends had a cardboard cutout like a life size cardboard cutout of Zac Efron that they had stolen <laughs> from a store <laughs> like it was just everywhere it was absolutely everywhere and it's the reason that we got this like I mean, Cheetah Girls set the stage because Cheetah Girls did come before High School Musical, but like High School Musical blew up to so much more of a degree. Um, And it's the reason we got musical series after musical series. It's, yeah, I, and and I mean, talk about such huge stars coming out of it because like Vanessa Hudgens and and uh, Zach Efron are still just like blowing it up. So yeah, Corbin Blue go on to do the iconic Flight 29 Down. I mean, come on. Sounds like he's on Broadway. <laughs> I know. I no, I love Flight 29 Down. I like that's I love that show. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, it really did. Like uh, even Ashley Tisdale to maybe a lower extent, but it's still like mm-hmm. a very big star. Um, yeah. And it's okay to like not like Corbin Blue in the first one because there's some stuff that doesn't age well from that first movie. It's okay because it's all closeted. It's all internalized homophobia. We see in the second one that he belongs with Ryan. It's fine. It's fine. It works itself out. That's my canon. Um, yeah. If I could draft all three movies in my first pick, I would. <laughs> well, so that means we have Brink and High School Musical. One more movie can be in the first round. Only one. And there's 
only 103 other movies to choose from. I think. <laughs> no pressure. But I'm so glad y'all didn't choose this one. I say that because I don't want to think about not getting Brink. So I just won't dwell on it. But this is the other movie that deserves to be in the first round. It's so good. And I just want to go live with Pat and just have her make me some uh, banana orange smoothies and, and, you know, dance to slam dunk the funk. And, uh, and you know, I, I just want to live in a smart house. You know? um, Katie Siegel, just talk to me and tell me what I need in life, okay? Um, smart house is amazing, okay? 1999 decom movie. Our guy Ben, Ryan Merriman himself. Uh, the king. The king, the decom king. He's, his dance moves are unrivaled. His basketball shot is even better. And his hair, y'all, it's just the spiky goodness. As a kid, you were, you either wanted the Sean Hunter part mm. or you wanted the Ryan Merriman spike. Yep. So, um, yeah, it you know, he wanted – he you know, they lost their mom, and he wanted no one else to take her spot. Instead, he got a house to do it, okay? <laughs> and that worked out perfectly. Pat, as we know it, um, voiced by Katie Siegel, and the house essentially – takes on a mind of its own and everyone else here has seen it of course but it's just so fun you get a dance number which is just pure 1999 uh you also have the little sister angie which is also was a little sister mm -hmm. and a brink you know uh the dad is also you know nick is having a relationship with sarah who essentially helped build pat and that's a really you know good tagline through the movie because of the idea that Ben doesn't want her anywhere around there, so he keeps pushing Pat to do more, which, you know, causes her to become essentially a horror house. <laughs> and, yeah, it's just, it's so fun. It's so silly. Uh, it really, you know, gives us an eye on AI and how dangerous it can be. It, it was Black Mirror before Black Mirror um, with, with Disney, <laughs> Disney Flair. And, of course, I have to mention, LeVar Burton directed this movie. Hell yeah, he did. So... It has everything. I, I adore it. It's so fun. It holds up. It, it's corny as hell, but it, it's still great. It's a really good story, and I love Smart House. So that's my first pick. Kyle, how do you feel about Smart House? I know you're upset. Yeah, this is – I mean, it's it's not that I'm like – I was wagering whether picking this first or – I knew if I didn't pick this first, this would go. Like, this would not come back to me. Um but it's iconic. I mean, the, I, the others are iconic movies, but I think if you want to boil down like what makes a decom special, it is Smart House to a T because it's like corny and over the top. It's a really ridiculous premise that only works because everyone commits to it. Like from LeVar down to Ryan, like everyone commits to just how goofy the movie is. Um, yeah, because if you write it on paper, like this kid doesn't want his dad to ever remarry, so I'm going to make an evil house instead. Like, it, you know, it's it's just like... It's it's hilarious and it's it's it holds up. Uh, I think this was Ryan's first decom because this was like maybe number two in their entire run. It was like under wraps and then uh, Smart House. I want to say um, so. so yeah, he is he is considered like the decom king, and this is kind of what starts that run. So it's a great pick. Yes. Before we get to Katie's thoughts, our first break, and we're back. Katie, Smart House was drafted. What are your thoughts on the AI horror story? I, Ryan Merriman was like my first like 
big, big crush. He had beautiful eyes and the spiky hair. Um, I would have loved to have a smart house. Um, but yeah, Katie Siegel did scare the crap out of me. So, you know, uh, there went all my hopes and dreams. Um, but yeah, this was, this was a regular in our household. We used to watch this all the time and jam out during the party scene. I think there's, I think one of the songs got replaced, um, uh, when they moved it over to Disney plus. Cause I think there used to be, um, uh, in sync's bring in the noise, bring down the house. I think that used to also be in there. Mm-hmm, you're right. Not, and it was you're not right. on D plus. I, I now remember that. And it was not on this rewatch. Mm-hmm. You know what was? Say la vie. I know. I, <laughs> I, 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 but I remember that like on the original watches too, but I had forgotten that. And when it came up, I was like, yes. Oh my gosh. I haven't heard them in forever. Oh, Bewitched was, was the band, man. Oh, Bewitched. Uh, yeah, be- like so many of those, like the songs from DCOMs or like the, the songs performed in DCOMs, um, like just constantly played as music videos on Disney Channel. And so I feel like they're just like part of my DNA now. I yeah. hope. Same. Oh. All right. Smart House is off the board and that finishes round one. Let's move right back into round two for my first pick. There, and let's go with, which I think is just as worthy of a first-round pick. And it's, I think, the second best sports movie. Um, It's about a guy named Johnny Kapahala. And, uh, you know, he has to move from Hawaii to, to the little snow town. And he has to go decide how to learn to snowboard. And it's so fun. It's so great. It's a tale of classism and and prejudice and you know living up to expectations and just boarding brah just go big or go home and i mean i it's it's everything you know of course you have all the awesome sports scenes you know they're just riding on the mountain you have the uh the tension between what is it the skies yeah and um it's just that whole build. You have the classic super tropey battle on the mountain, of which has been parodied to infinite amounts now. Um, but it's just so fun. And I don't know, Johnny Tsunami. It's just a classic name. And it made you want to go surfing. And then you wanted to go snowboarding. Um, I've never wanted to snowboard and surf more. Um, now as an adult, I'm like, I no, I'm good. But then it was like, that's all that ever, it looked like the coolest stuff ever. So Johnny Tsunami, pick number two. Kyle, are you a fan? Of course. Um, This is also an early one. So this is one that I've just, is always, I've just always known Johnny Tsunami, like as long as I've been aware of movies. Um, 
always loved it, but like loved it as like like you're talking about like oh that looks like a cool thing. I'll never probably I'll probably never do. Recently went snowboarding for the first time in my life like a few months ago, and now I have more of an appreciation of like how they didn't just quit after five minutes. Um, yeah, it's just I love how there's like not, there's like a nine year age difference between the dad and the son. Disney Channel doesn't give a fuck. Uh, it, it's just it doesn't matter. It's such a again like. We're going to talk about this a lot with these movies. I feel like with DCOMs, maybe age plays a big factor, but also just like you either have to know what you're watching to really enjoy this or you're just not like it's just Johnny Tsunami is probably not like a movie that a lot of people enjoy rewatching. But if it, if, if it hits you at a very certain point or a time in your life or if it's just like you know what kind of movie you're watching when you get into it. It's like it's like the most rewatchable thing ever. Um, and yeah, it, it, I mean, it's so classic. I love the rivalry. A, a lot of these DCOMs really are built on like great rivalries. And that's definitely the case here. So it's a great pick. When Emily, you know, falls off the cliff and is hanging there, you're like, holy shit. Yeah, it's, it's the most dramatic thing ever. <laughs> and then Sam goes down and he's stuck. And, uh, John, you know, Johnny rides better than he's ever has to go get help i, I love yeah. that scene are, are are you a fan of johnny tsunami was that on your board pretty high katie it was um i love johnny tsunami i grew up watching it it was like johnny tsunami and brink were just like constant rotation um great music uh i so jet jackson was like a big show in our house and so I loved that Lee Thompson Young was in this movie. Um, and uh, and I loved that they ran away to Hawaii, like that they just like were able to run away to Hawaii. So in that, so, so catching a military transport. <laughs> you know, you, you did that all the time, didn't you, Kyle? Just yeah, of course. Catching a military transport. Of course. It was a, a normal thing. Um <laughs> Uh, but I, I mean, I really, yeah, I really did love this movie and, um, I've never been snowboarding, but, um, I always lived in cold places. (laughs) 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 Um, and I really like watching surfing. There, there's certain audios, like certain just memories that just of, certain sayings and people's words that are stuck in your head forever i would always hear the uh, store owner being like johnny tsunami (laughs) (laughs) that's how i will forever hear his name um and the fact that johnny tsunami the grandpa was of course i knew him before i even saw this as freaking shang song Mm -hmm. so it was was a really cool switch like this is that was the super evil guy he's now super awesome cool laid-back grandpa like that was cool I can just like hear his laugh in my head. Yeah. <laughs> just, like automatically. He's so um, warm in the movie. You never think he could kill people and take their soul. <laughs> going through like all these movies, I like didn't realize how many of their sayings have just become sayings in my life. Like they're just part of my vernacular because I grew up watching DCOMs. Like mm-hmm. go like of course, Go Big or Go Home is from Johnny Tsunami, but, like, I didn't remember that that was where, like, I've always said that from. But everyone, like, that I grew up with 
watched that movie and so we've always just always said that yep um and there are a lot of other quotes like that throughout the decoms where it's like that's why we always say that of course yeah right all right johnny tsunami off the board move on to the second pick of the second round kyle you going high school musical too i'm tempted (laughs) um no i'm gonna go with one that like i said not great with homework i smart house was the one that i watched half of before we started recording this um and the other one i wasn't even planning on rewatching this movie because i was like it's probably gonna be one that i bring up in honorable mentions but i don't i don't know if i can make room for it i rewatched it today and i was like i, I have to draft this movie because it first of all the show that it is like a spinoff of is probably my favorite disney channel show um my once again my siblings like related so hard to the three siblings in this family um i still like associate this actress with my sister every time i see her They're, they look really similar and she, it's, she my sister was ren growing up so i've got to go with the even stevens movie uh from 2003 um katie was talking about like quotes that we always associate this is one that it's not even like an iconic quote from this movie but i heard it i heard tim meadows say it uh in the movie and just started cackling because i forgot that i used to just always say this to my siblings because like so if you if you don't know the even stevens movie it's a wild premise but like basically the family gets indicted to this all expenses paid uh trip to this fictional resort island by tim meadows uh, miles something it's an alliterative name um and he is basically the host of like a a punk-esque show like a prank show um and he is like everything is going wrong for them they think they've cursed the island or something and and the the natives of the island are like turning against them and tim meadows is kind of in on it the entire time uh so there's this clip where this where he's watching the screen about like what's happening to this family and it just turns he's like life's so funny when it's not happening to you and the, this is why the family are like i was just thinking about it in like the frame of like real life such a fucking sinister thing to this guy to be like, yeah, I want to turn this family against each other and make them hate each other, uh, you know, and 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 broadcast it on television. Um, no, but like even Stevens was always my favorite on Disney Channel growing up. Again, my sister it, it, it is, but really was Ren to a T. Um, my brother and I kind of were both uh, Lewis, but it just like it was just always a show we we watched together, and the movie. Um, I mean, I watched the movie a little later than when it premiered, which is 03, but I, I watched the movie like at the same time I was getting into SNL at a very, probably a too young age. Um, and Tim Meadows was like one of my first favorite SNL cast members. I, I to this day, think he is one of the most underrated um, cast members on SNL. And so like, I just lit up seeing him in the movie and he's does what he does on SNL in the movie. Like he has this great deadpan delivery that works so well um and you've you've got beans who is just eternally one of the greatest disney channel characters of all time uh i I love when he like he walks into their house and he's got like a fucking suitcase full of bacon and he's just like no i'm holding onto it for a friend and just starts putting it into the fridge uh yeah it's just it's just a really dumb like over the top movie and i think that like it's another it's another one where like on paper it just doesn't work but somehow it works you know in the movie you even get your dave collier uh cameo as the 
the guy who was pranking Tim Meadows, who was trying to prank this family, like they have this ending where he he also hosts a prank show and gets in with the family to prank Tim Meadows back and like to the point where he, like he thinks Ren is about to push Lewis off a cliff. I mean, it's just it is just ridiculous and over the top and uh, and it actually served as like the ser- the unofficial series finale to the show. Like the show was airing and then this movie happened like as the finale to the series, which is always sad to me because I wish it would have aired for like more than, you know, a season or two, but it's, yeah, it's a great movie. Even Stevens. So good. Katie, did you like the even Stevens movie? I really did like the even Stevens movie. I mean, it's a, it's a crazy mess of a movie. It is, (laughs) but, um, I also related very heavily to the even Stevens family because we were also a family of two boys and a girl and I was the the girl in the middle who was a lot like Ren and my little brother was like a, a little goofball like Lewis and then my older brother was a jack so it was he wasn't a dumb jack though but he was uh an athlete so it was like watching even Stevens was always really fun for our family and uh I yeah I enjoyed the Even Stevens movie. I'm really glad that it got picked because I it just holds such a special place in my heart. Um, and yeah, Tim Meadows is very underrated, and I love when he just like pops up in movies. He's so good. Um, Even Stevens, and you know. We're going to keep talking about Disney Channel TV shows because some of these are, you know, spinoffs and movies of those. I definitely think we're going to have to do a Disney Channel TV show draft one day because there's so many good ones. But I mean, even Stevens, like that's I'd watch it like every day after school. It's like you had that block of um, even Stevens and Smart Guy and Sister Sister. And then you started getting into what was it? Um God, I can't think even uh, think of all of them. Wizards of Waverly Place and everything. But even Steven's movie, I can't not even remember most of the parts, but I just know it was absurd because people wonder why our generation is just kind of like we are. It's because we watched weird shit like <laughs> Beans putting a bunch of bacon in a briefcase. You know, it's just we had that. We have the Amanda show. We had all that. We just oh, really Amanda just show. stuff that made no sense. And we ate it up. And even Stevens was a bunch of that. Shia LaBeouf was super physical comedy during the show and in the movie. And Ren, I had a huge crush on Christy Carlson Romano. So um, she was great. And it was just fun, really fun, silly show. And from what I remember, the movie was was a lot of fun, too. Uh, I did not get to it on my rewatch because there's 106 of these damn (laughs) Even Stevens movie. Any other thoughts before we move on? Tim Meadows, man. That's just, that's all I got to say. Tim Meadows is the best. I love him. <laughs> all right. We're back to Katie. What you got? Um, for my next pick, I am going to go with Xenon, Girl of the 21st <sighs> Century. Um, Arguably a, a little bit of a musical because <laughs> it's got some bangers for songs. Um, I had I was Xenon for Halloween one year and I made these buttons. I forgot them in my drawer. I was that was gonna be my costume, but I couldn't find all the pieces. 
but I have a button of protozoa and then another button that says zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> and I, I know the whole song. I, uh, um, unashamedly, I know the whole song. <laughs> give, us a, give, give us a verse or two. Uh, no, maybe, maybe another time. <laughs> maybe another time. But, um, Damon, that's Patreon-only content, don't you know? <laughs> right. I, I just can't remember a time in my life where Xenon was not important to me. <laughs> she, uh, Zetus Lapidus, she was, like, such a go-getter, and I think that the thing in the movie I like the most is when she's like, ugh. Greg, if you're gonna kiss me, just do it. <laughs> and I, that there's never been a more relatable moment in my life, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> um, I feel like I get a lot of my personality from Xenon, honestly. Um, but yeah, Xenon just wanted to save the save save the space station, save the world. Um, she has to be the one that meets protozoa it's it's such a great tale um and uh yeah and honestly those outfits are all amazing and i'm really sad i'm not wearing mine right now to be honest um the lingo like stellinarius and like we would we all said it like for years um and there's never like a bad time to just like throw out a fetus lapidus um and it also teaches you to not trust corporations <laughs> thanks disney wildly no, really, like, ironic that fucking disney taught us that you know like the I biggest know. corporation in the world taught us that in disney channel they that's why they buried those movies now, right? Like those movies are not talked about anymore. Um, yeah, and then like oh, Raven Simone was such a baby in this one. Yeah. Um, so wearing young. those little uh, she had like slinkies in her hair. <laughs> um, and. And t teaching us that we should always try to remove the parental controls on, on <laughs> our devices. And really, like, how ahead of their time were they for, like, um, video chatting? Because, like, yeah. I mean, this movie came out before that was a thing. So. Yep. Mm -hmm. There was FaceTime. Uh, <laughs> FaceTime before FaceTime. So. I think that's my uh my time on xenon kyle does xenon make your heart go boom boom it really does damon you know uh reality pill it was never you i liked it was the car uh it's just such a good movie like it's also i know we're not talking about the sequel i'm sorry the sequel but like the greatest like some movies don't take that opportunity like I'm forever salty, forever salty that Now You See Me Too is not called Now You Don't. It's right there, you fucking dumbasses. But Xenon grabbed that opportunity and called it the goddamn sequel like they were supposed to. Uh, 
yeah, it's such a great movie. Raymond, it, Raymond, Raven is really like a, truly a baby in this movie. She's so young and already like just so talented. Um, yeah, it's it's. I uh, I came to it later. Like I don't know how early I watched this movie, and it was always one. For whatever reason, it got lost in the shuffle growing up. So it's one that I've wanted to. If I had actually done homework this time, I probably would have rewatched it. Um, but it, it's one that I've wanted to rewatch for a long time. It's just I love anything space set, you know. So it's it's fun. For as far as I'm concerned, everyone knows how much I love Blade Runner twenty forty nine. This is the true twenty forty nine movie. I mean, this is this is the one. So. Uh, yeah, it's the best. <laughs> it's Xenon Car Replicant. We'll never know. <laughs> um, I love this movie. I mean, like, you know, you can kind of break down decoms into their generations. Um, and like that first that first G, I'd say like what, 1998 to 2002, 2003. Um, and this, I mean, if you were, you know, a kid or a teen uh, growing up, you watched these movies when they came out and they were just everywhere like like katie said they kind of consumed us and part became part of us their lingo the slang sometimes the fashion and this was everywhere zetus lapidus was a part of the the uh, playground slang always it was always out there uh problem major uh, it's just you know it was really fun and of course the song is is probably number one or number two in my mind as the best song one of the best songs that the decoms gave us it's it's a classic. Protozoa, his his hair is is iconic. Okay, that like you can never get like you just can picture it because you can never get that that hairstyle out of your uh, your mind. It's it's there forever, and so yeah, he he plays that part really well. He's you know just super big, bigger than life superstar and super fun. And yeah, Xenon Carr was just super fun and relatable. You wanted to root for her against Margie, who was just the worst you know and she kept being the worst in sequels i'm sorry sequels and um yeah it's it's just a classic for a reason it hits all the points you need in a decom okay you have the the conflict with the parents never you know not believing her and she has to prove herself aunt judy awesome love aunt judy um you know her and then uh edward plank and their whole relationship is super fun and yeah it's just so delightful if anyone hasn't seen this movie you, you have to because it's i think this had to be in the first two rounds of this draft or i would have been been sad. i would have just going to draft it next anyway so it was going to happen um it's a good pick good pick um kyle any other thoughts zetus lapidus zetus lapidus and zed katie first pick of round three um, well, this is where I was going to pick High School Musical. <laughs> so let me just scramble for a moment. Um, Let's go to a quick break and we'll be back with Katie's third pick. All right, we are back from break and we are to Katie's third pick. What you got for us? All right. Um... So, with my third pick in the draft, I'm going to go with Camp Rock. <laughs> I was wrong. I was I, wrong. I, I, I was wrong. Uh, um, I, I debated 
Whether well, you go with the first one or the second one. Um, but I think the original is the one to go with. Um, I, although in the second one, I do like that there's more Nick and Kevin. But uh, Joe Jonas and Demi Lovato at Final Jam are just so great. Um, and I love that they have the spoiler they have the <laughs> the girl who drops out of the popular group win the overall final jam prize um and there's just like you know summer camp feels and just a lot of um uh i don't know there are a lot of good songs in this series in general just a lot of good songs and young talent like this is before they were big stars um and um i also think it's like mean that they made kevin dumb but it's also funny that they made kevin dumb. <laughs> they do that in every iteration of the jonas brothers being on film it's and kevin i think kevin down. i think kevin just like loves playing into it um also like I think my absolute favorite thing about Camp Rock is that because they make jo Joe Jonas's character um, who's like already supposed to be like a pop star or whatever, he has to come to his uncle's camp and teach classes. And one of them is a dance class and the Jonas Brothers don't dance. And in th this dance class is Allison Stoner. <laughs> and, like, just the thought of like Joe Jonas teaching Alison Stoner how to dance is absolutely absurd. But it is a good movie. I do really like it. <laughs> and um it's uh it's got it's got a lot of a lot of good feels, a lot of good songs. And um I think one of the funniest things that I've seen as a criticism of it is what is Mitchie short for? Because <laughs> that's Demi Lovato's name in the movie mitchy mitchy that's gotta be mitchell right it's, or michelle it, it could mitchy. be michelle we'll never know that's we'll the... never know they've never told us <laughs> well then um clearly i've never seen the movie um because i don't know who mitchy is um i think i have seen like the beginning of this movie years ago like was demi lovato and joe singing in a in a forest mm -hmm. i didn't make that up right that happened that happens i, I saw that mm -hmm. that's all i remember mm -hmm. i like that scene kyle will tell you more about camp rock <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i it's really weird because this is this came out a year after the high school musical like i think it was 07 or 08 um but they feel like so far apart for some reason because i remember watching it and thinking like like kind of like what katie was saying earlier about how like high school musical began the trend of like those disney channel musicals but for some i don't know why but like for some reason camp rock just feels so far removed from high school musical and maybe it's because like the names attached to it are now a lot more relevant than like zach efron and Vanessa Hutchins, who are relevant, 
maybe not for the best reasons when it comes to Vanessa, but like, you know, like, you know, they, Demi Lovato and uh, like the Jonas, the Jonas daddies um, are <laughs> shout out to Sarah. They are uh, very, very relevant still and are very like, so maybe it just feels more modern or current. Um, yeah, but it, it is a really charming movie and a really like genuinely a really, really good movie. Um, I think when I watched it the first time, I, I got annoyed by like the trope of like, oh, she's the cook's daughter. So like, she's not like other girls and, you know, like kind of, like, but it, it, it's done in a sincere way. That's not too annoying. You know, it's, and it, it's, it's played in a very a sincere heartfelt way. So I agree with the Kevin thing. Like he's just always kind of the joke, but it, it works if he's into it. Um, I think it would be different if he like had a problem with playing that role all the time, but he seems to genuinely really enjoy that. So, um, yeah, you could have picked this one or number two, and I would have been on board because they're both, they are really, really fun movies. All right, Camp Rock off the board. Rolling back to Kyle for his third pick. Who you going to go with? All right. Well, this is this would have been where I, where I picked Smart House. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, I'm going to go with one. We off off air talked about one spooky movie, and it seems like there's a bit of a split in like decom fandom. What it? I didn't really know this because I like I like the one we talked about a lot. But the if I think of what is the iconic Disney Channel spooky movie, it's really only one movie, and it's Halloween Town. Um, now the other ones I love. I mean, there's a lot they did. A, Disney Channel does like Halloween or like spooky movies really well. Like, there, there's a bunch of them, but there's only really two that like qualify for like the iconic movie. Um, and one sp spawned a remake. This one spawned like three sequels, four sequels, something like that. Um, but the first one is obviously the best. Um, I do love, I do love two, but Halloween Town is just iconic. Um, we we've talked before uh, on this podcast about like movies to watch during the Halloween season that aren't necessarily like horror movies or scary movies and Hocus Pocus gets brought up a lot. I feel like Halloween town is kind of like my Hocus Pocus. Like it is, I, I like Hocus Pocus, but I have no real like attachment to it. I just, I think, cause that was before, obviously it was before Halloween town and kind of before my time. And so Halloween town is right in that sweet spot of like, I, I have vivid memories of watching this movie basically every Halloween growing up. Um, yeah. And it's just, I mean, it's iconic, like the cab driver, everything about it. Um, Debbie Reynolds is just fucking charming as hell. Uh, if you cast Debbie Reynolds as a grandma, like you're setting yourself up for success. Um, and it, yeah, it, like I said, it spawned a whole franchise. Like I, I think the last sequel that came out was only a few years ago. Like it was 2014, maybe earlier than that. But like there are still talks of like more Halloween Town movies being made, which doesn't really interest me if they're not going to bring the same people back, but I mean, you can't, you can't um, go wrong with the original. It's just, it is in that early crop of decoms. I think it's one of the first, maybe like five that came out. Um, and it's just, yeah, they do spooky a lot at Disney channel. And there may be another one that's picked later that people would consider the best one, but I just, Halloween town has always been the one that I, I go to. I love it. Um, I personally think, 
spooky decom and sports decom are the best decom um they're my favorite anyways and this is definitely one of the best it's probably the most popular i mean it the town i think the town that they filmed it in still puts on halloween town festivals and like a whole month of it and everything that's just awesome that they you know they encourage that and embrace it uh marnie piper was awesome she was so fun the whole family dylan was a was just annoying as hell and you were like this kid just really needs to shut up he's literally in a town full of 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 horror stuff and magic and he's just like i'm i'm in a dream you know um i love the whole run back joke of uh calabar just not being able to remember sophie's name just just yelling sophie um sophie's great it's just super fun just the the fact that the whole idea of the town of halloween town everyone's just this uh different kind of creature and like i just this last time i watched it i really paid attention to all the different makeups and different creatures they had it was so fun and all the like the dog people that they had in the aerobics class was so fun and yeah i just it's I find it to be a little bit more nostalgic to me than enjoying it this time around, but there's a reason why people love it so much and why it got so many sequels. And I mean, it's just very relatable and has a lot of stuff that you can just latch onto. So Katie, I know, I know you had to have liked Halloween town. Yes. Well, as, as a theater person, (laughs) (laughs) um, I adore Debbie Reynolds. And so that like was definitely something that was up my alley was like oh bro Debbie Reynolds in a movie that's not actually scary about Halloween and uh and you've got me on board so like I definitely am right on track with the whole like this is this is my hocus pocus as well like I was not a hocus pocus person I actually thought I had never seen hocus pocus until this year and then I watched it and I was like, oh, no, I have seen this before. I just didn't remember ever having seen it, which um, I I know Anna's shocked. Uh, we just weren't allowed to watch things with witches and stuff um, growing up. I had a very strict household. So anyway, um, but Halloween Town was different because it was like not a spooky thing and it had Debbie Reynolds so it was allowed (laughs) um and and so I just have a lot of fond memories of that and like I was running through some of the decom titles with my parents and my dad was like I remember the Halloween Town movies and I was like I know well there's like a million of them (laughs) like I remember that (laughs) um but yeah, I just think that they're so charming, and um, and I I did really like Marnie. Um, the one that they had where they recast her was meh. So we we don't count that one. Um, but um, yeah, I always hold a special place in my heart for Halloween Town. Yes, I think rightfully drafted. I think very good spot for it. Mm-hmm. Um third round and to close out the third round is my my pick for it and looking at my board we're looking good so i mentioned that i like i like musicals we we know this my favorite musical as far as decoms go is definitely it's probably the most recent decom i've watched i don't know what year it came out i just know i really like it and i just the songs are super catchy you know you just got to sometimes determinate 
Um, I'm talking about Lemonade Mouth. I, I love Lemonade Mouth. It's just, it's super fun. It, it's really corny. Um, I love the whole cast. It's, it's fun. It's, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what there is about it, but it's, it's just, I can't help myself. Um, it's a really great little cast of uh, the band. And I, you know, I like the activism. Once again, it's just shouting that, Hey, corporations are terrible and bad. And the man, you got to stand up to him sometimes. And I don't know. I, I just really love it. I, I watched it again today and I was like, yeah, I still really like this. It's, it's super fun. And I found myself enjoying every minute of it. So Lemonade Mouth is, is my third pick. Kyle is laughing. Are you not a fan of Lemonade Mouth? Do I need to spit lemonade at you? It's just, <laughs> please do. Um, it's just, I, I never, I just don't, like, it's not what I expected at all. Um, it is like a really weird movie where, like, I, you guys are talking about like high school musical and, and like other movies being your, like, um, like the cusp movie of like, all right, I'm kind of leaving my Disney channel phase, but I've, Maybe I should. I think that was like Lemonade Mouth for me. It came out in eleven, so I don't know how old that was, but I was I was like kind of at the point where I was like I don't want to watch Disney Channel movies anymore. Like I, you know, uh, and it was still something I got sucked into because it's like I love anything band themed. Like I love the idea of of a band being formed and like that's how characters get to know each other. And it's yeah, it is. It is. It, it's a really dumb movie, but it like does creep up on you. And the songs are like unexpectedly really catchy um yeah I, they all work together really well Haley kyoko is hilarious in everything but in this movie um it is it's not one that i i considered or, or thought of drafting but it's it is it's one of those where it's like it feels like the the transition from i guess what i would call like classic decom to what is what de decoms movie movies are now which no shots like they're not for me obviously but like if you like the current decoms that's great but like it just feels like the transition because it still has kind of the old like goofy premise of like a classic decom with a little more of like a modern twist to it um so yeah i i can't hate this pick it just it very it took me off guard that's all it just it just surprised me but it's, it's a great I, I, I definitely think that's why i like it so much is i i'm a sucker for forming the band band getting together and just their journey, you know, Oh, you got to perform at the big contest. And oh, of course they're going to fall out and, and argue and are they going to make it or not? And just all that. It, it's, it's a trope and cliche for a reason. And they, I don't know, they just put their little Disney spin on it. Katie, are, are you a fan of lemonade mouth? I do really like lemonade mouth. I did not anticipate that you were going to make this pick. I just really, <laughs> um, was shocked by it. Um, but yeah, I I uh, was very surprised by the movie when I saw it. I had heard like some good things about it, but hadn't heard like a ton about it overall. And then I um, just decided to watch it one day, and the songs are so catchy. Um, and uh, yeah, it just kind of like a feel good little band movie. Yeah. Exactly. I just like it. It, it. There's not much more to it. And it it's super silly. Definitely one of the more mm -hmm. uh, silly ones, but I had to get it. So that's my third pick. That means my next pick is coming right up. And we're going to go back to the earlier generation of decoms. 
my generation. This one, I believe I watched two days ago, and it's still so fun. Um, and I, you know, I said before, I'm a big X Games guy. And also, I essentially watched ESPN2 nonstop growing up because, like, for, I don't know why. I just, I liked basketball and football, but I didn't watch it much because it wasn't on a lot during the day when I had nothing to do. So I would just watch whatever would come on. You'd get bowling. You'd get a really cool, like, street summer uh, hockey. That was really cool. And then another was, of course, motocross. And so I love motocross and motocross. The movie is just fantastic. Okay. Um, it's got great riding. The whole idea of it's essentially Mulan on, on motorbikes. So, um, you know, you have your girl that's taking the spot of her brother, uh, cuts her hair and, and acts, you know, pretty much takes on his uh, identity to race in the series and then falls for a, uh, what's his name? Talon in the movie um talent that that's just great and it's just fun it, it's really cool and the way they they connect and bond and it's about her you know trying to defy her father and make him see that she can do this and it's just good you know it's really good story it's funny uh you got the sports montage scenes which are always my favorite parts of these and yeah good ending i, I just really enjoy this one this is one of my favorites motocrossed kyle your thoughts? Uh, I like to, I feel like this, I've never done it, but I just now, just now hearing you talk about it and thinking about it, I think this and she's the man would make like a, a phenomenal double feature. Um, yeah. it, it's just, yeah, it's a really fun movie. It's another one that I like, I, I, I think of maybe seen it one time. Um, so I, I don't remember like large chunks of it, but I, I'm the same. Like I, I love anything X games related or like motor motocross um and i remember that being kind of the draw for me like when i heard about the movie i was like oh yeah i, I would love this movie um yeah it's it's a great it's a great pick i this is one now like i want to go back and rewatch. is this an, is this one that's on disney plus oh yeah they almost all of them are i think other than under wraps they're missing a couple because there's one I wanted to rewatch that I'm going to be picking later. The series and the movie are not on there. Wait, yeah. hold up. They don't have the series? They don't. I hate Disney. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but if, if this is one that's on there, I definitely want to rewatch it. Because I, I remember liking the movie a lot. So it's a great pick. Katie, were you a fan of Motocross? Yes, it was, uh, it was one of my favorites growing up. And... Um, She's the Man is one of my favorite movies, and Motocross is, um, I think, also loosely based on The Twelfth Night, which is what She's the Man is based on, uh, which is a Shakespeare play. I was born on The Twelfth Night, and so I'm just naturally drawn to, um, <laughs> I think, uh, things that are based on The Twelfth Night, but um, which is a Shakespeare play about um, someone who dresses up as a man um, and then is just kind of like a series of unfortunate events and, uh, but yeah, basically allows her to, um, make it in a man's world, but also falls in love. Um, and despite his ridiculous name, her love interest was so attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, 
I always find it funny in in these like shows and movies like and she's the man she wore a wig so like that was different but like like getting a pixie cut does not make you look like a man (laughs) 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 um but also like the double entendre uh like the whole like I I think they did it on purpose but I don't know if they did it on purpose with the name motocross and her cross-dressing and like, <laughs> like, cause I think that that's what they were going for. Yeah. And like, it's bold Disney Channel. It's bold. <laughs> <laughs> but that aside, um, I did I did enjoy this movie. I remember watching it all the time when we were kids, um, and wanting to like ride their bikes. <laughs> Which I couldn't ride a regular bike, so like that was out of the question. But um, yeah, it's one of the classic like OG extreme sports, like late '90s becomes. Um, so I'm glad it's getting a shout out. Yes, it also gets across. Some, it gets some street cred too because you got. Uh, Jeremy McGrath, Travis Pastrana, and Steve Lamson all show up in the movie. I always love with these like kind of decom movies or like like Disney movies that have some kind of relation to an extreme sport. And like you know, Pastrana just shows up and it seems like oh, if you know who that is, it's great. Otherwise, it's just like who's that guy? But it's always adds like some street cred to the movie. He's still around doing things. Yeah, to think amazing. He's only, like, 17, 16 then. Now yep. he's doing Nitro Circus and all that. Oh, man. Um, I, I, I watched, I would watch Motocross other day, and when I saw him, I'm like, oh, Pastrana, I forgot he was in this <laughs> and everything. Um, yeah, that's my movie. And that started the fourth round. Back around to Kyle for your fourth pick. You got High School Musical, the Even Stevens movie, Halloween Town. What you going to pair with that? Um... I'm torn between two. And I think there's one that if I don't pick it, it might not make it. Like, I don't know what Katie's going to pick. And I don't, I don't I don't think it'll make it back to me. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go with one that we were talking off pod about how some stuff didn't qualify because it had theatrical releases. One of the first that I really wanted to pick before looking up and seeing that it had a theatrical release was the Lizzie McGuire movie, um, obviously starring... Hillary Duff. So if I can't have Liz McGuire movie, I have to go for Cadet Kelly, um, 2002. Uh, another Christy Carlson Romano movie. I think that if if Ryan Merriman is the king of decoms, then Christy is absolutely the queen. Um, she's got, I mean, she's got two of the most iconic series from Disney Channel, and also has you know all these movies under her belt. Um, yeah, Cadet Kelly is one that I really wanted to rewatch before before this episode just didn't get around to it but it is it's like another one that i i've always just had in my life like i've just always known this movie it was my sister's favorite decom i think probably still is um and it's just it's fun it's just really fun uh the back and forth between the two of them is unrivaled it's the gayest decom to ever exist um you cannot convince me otherwise uh yeah, Hilary Duff is is forever Lizzie McGuire, but she is also like I associate. Sometimes I associate her more with Kid I Kill Her than with anything else because I think she's just really, really, legitimately very, very good in this movie. Like not even in a decom sense, just a very like 
endearing protagonist in this movie and yeah the back and forth between her and and christy is always fun and also growing up like as a as a military brat like watching this military school setting and growing up loving the movie major pain like i would watch these two a lot interchangeably i love i love major pain um but this is yeah so i just always enjoyed that aspect of it as well and, and my dad over my shoulder like that's not accurate that's not right um i was like shut up dad let them be gay uh it's just, yeah it's just a really fun movie and the two of them i think like it's maybe my favorite like dynamic in a in a decom is is the, the two leads so had to go with cadet kelly that needs to be assured if it's not already shut up dad let them be gay <laughs> <laughs> um i'm so happy you picked this movie katie was this on your board yes it was on my board um i have not been quiet about my love for cadet kelly um uh great cast overall because you've got the two leads, and then you've got Gary Cole as her stepdad, Sean Ashmore as, like, the kind of love interest, whatever, like, you know, like, he's just, like, there. Um, and then uh, it's it's got great music. Um, it has fashion and then it has like the military <laughs> complex <laughs> of america um uh, i just love that we finally get to see like you know the military schools dance team i mean drill team um <laughs> and then suddenly everybody wanted to like join military school <laughs> Um, Are you calling Cadet Kelly military propaganda? Oh, yes, it was definitely Disney's military propaganda. It for sure was. It was. Yes. Um, and like about how you couldn't be an individual, but then it was okay that you couldn't be an individual because the there was sentence. a baby on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I did really like love this movie. It was like, like my everything when I was like 14. <laughs> so, I mean, it's fine. Whatever, Kyle, I'm not bitter. Well, um, before we have a heated dance battle between Katie and Kyle, we're going to go to a quick break. Hey, and we're back, and nobody won the dance battle. They decided to just become partners, dance partners. And so instead, we're just talking about Cadet Kelly, and I love that movie. That was also pretty high up on my board. Um, I watched it just yesterday, and you forget just how good Hillary Duff was back then. I I think I want to watch the Lizzie McGuire show again now because I loved it as a kid. I, I really did, but just watching this, like, she's so good. She just has presence um she's so funny and relatable um her character in this cadet kelly she's just she cannot stop herself from anything she will say whatever she's thinking no matter what and it's great in that that challenge between her and uh 
Christie's character. Uh, I cannot think of her name. What was it? Um, Stone. Jennifer Stone? Jennifer Stone. Stone. Jennifer Stone. Their whole battle. Like, she just continued to call her Maggot. And it's just like, just, wow, okay. And then tearing up the blanket and just leaving her up there, making her run the uh, obstacle course instead of going to the dance. It was great. And then just their dance battle is just, I honestly, it's got to be the best scene in the whole movie, right? Like, their their tension they like want to kill each other kiss each other we're not really sure um and it's just it's so fun the music's great and yeah i so i got forgot how good of a, of a movie this was it was really fun and yet yeah, everyone was like maybe i'll go join drew maybe i'll go do that i remember kids saying that it's like okay sure <laughs> I, um but yeah i'm very glad you, you drafted that one so. Real talk, the blanket tear was such a distressing thing for me as as a youngin. Like I, that was so dramatic, and I remember like that's a core memory for me watching that movie and being legitimately like I was like I don't I don't like that. <laughs> like being really upset about the blanket tear. <laughs> Kyle, rewatching it, it's just as hard. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I would assume so. It's, it's just like, rough. what is happening right now? This is a Disney Channel original movie, and I'm just like, <gasps> like. <laughs> Like, no. Yeah. Uh, Horrible. Right. Last pick of the fourth round. We are to Katie. He gave us Brink. Xenon Girl of the 21st Century in Camp Rock. What you got for us? That's a great question. Um, I'm going to go with Teen Beach Movie. Each movie. Was that what you thought that I was going to go for? No. Oh. No, I'm just happy for the representation. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, I like that it's like a Disney parody of musicals. Like, it's Disney's Schmigadoon before Schmigadoon existed. Schmigadoon! Um, and uh jordan fisher's way underutilized in the first one and thankfully they uh gave him a bigger role in the second one um ross lynch really shines um and they i don't know they just turn everything on its head it's it's really fun it's um for anyone who hasn't seen it it's about this girl who is like lives with her grandpa who makes surfboards and she has to leave with her aunt the next day to go to serious prep school out east and um so she like breaks up with i don't remember ross lynch's character's name she breaks up with ross lynch and um uh but then like there's gonna be a but there's gonna be a big storm like the next day and she really wants to ride like the big swells that are coming in and right before she leaves and ross lynch's favorite movie is called wet side story which is like this <laughs> a um, porno no it's this it's this musical about um it's like a combination of Greece and um West Side Story and and a beach movie 
So it's like bikers versus um, beach, like versus surfers. And um, they all want like the turf of the surf shack. And, um, and then like one of the biker girls falls in love with one of the surfer guys and there's like this big crazy plot with like an evil scientist that causes a big storm so they get like sucked into the movie during when um ross lynch and and the girl who has to leave town are um like surfing on the on the big swell before she has to leave town and he tries to go like save her um, and she doesn't want to be saved. And so, like, magically, they're transported into the movie. And then they, like, interrupt the movie. And then they're in all of, like, the scenes and stuff. And it's just a really fun movie. There are a lot of, like, um, I don't know, like, tropes that they kind of turn on their heads. And, like, she doesn't want to sing the whole time. So it, like, really is kind of like Schmigadoon, where, like, one of them is, like, buying into it, and one of them isn't, and, like, she's like, I don't understand why we're singing, and and Ross Lynch is just like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to be in this scene, <laughs> and he just, like, jumps in, and suddenly he's in full leather, <laughs> it's, like, it's so great, I, I really enjoy it, um, and uh, it was a big hit for Disney Channel, so they made two. Um, uh, well this is another movie of Katie's that has been drafted that I've only seen like scenes of but uh, it is essentially a fever dream from what I remember watching like literally um, as you heard Katie try to describe it it's absurd Um, but that's all I I know about it I kind of I think I'm going to watch this because it sounds Right up my alley. It sounds great. Kyle, you sound like a fan. I've also only seen, like, random scenes here and there. Um, I think it was another one that was just, like, kind of like Lemonade Mouth was just kind of past that point where I was like, I, I, I don't really watch Disney Channel movies anymore. And unlike Lemonade Mouth, I didn't actually give this one a chance. But I, I feel like I want to now the way you're describing it. It's funny. Both of you are going to have the same reaction and, and be very upset, but you are probably my two friends who like hype up Schmigadoon more than anyone else I know. Still haven't, still haven't watched it. And what this tells me is that I just need to sit down and watch it. Um, so good. It's so good. It looks incredible. It looks like it would be right up my alley, obviously, but I just have not, I've not had the chance to just sit down and watch it. But um, yeah, the bits and pieces that I have seen, it's so funny. Like everything Katie was saying, describing the movie <laughs> is factual and is those are things that happen in the movie but they still sound you still feel like you're having a stroke listening to her (laughs) describe it um yeah it looks fucking bonkers the beach like the beach movie subgenre is really such a fun like unique thing from like the you know 60s and i wish that was more of a i don't know like talked about subgenre because it is such an iconic thing and there were so many of them um what I didn't know, I, I don't know the name off the top of my head, but as I was looking the movie up, it says that there was a 
like a dedication to one of the actors in this movie, Annette Funicello, who was, I guess, a, like an iconic beach party movie. She's actress. the original um, Mouseketeer. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah. So there was a dedication to her because she passed away the same year this movie came out. Uh, lost a battle to MS. So that's really cool. Um, but yeah, it just, it, I, I love, one, I love like throwbacks to, you know, those old subgenres, but also like, as you're talking about them getting sucked into the movie and like a mad scientist subplot, like it just sounds like a lot of things going on. And I, I feel like, cause I remember when it came out, it really did. Like it was a huge success for, for DCOMs because DCOMs were not like a huge thing anymore at that point. Like they weren't high school musical. And so it seemed to reach near that status when it came out. So it's definitely one I want to sit down and give a shot. Mm-hmm. All right. Katie. <laughs> we're there. We're at the end. One more round. One more pick for you. What's it going to be? It's going to be sheer panic. Um, It's going to be... I haven't watched that one yet. <laughs> um, we have Camp Rock 2 we have Z3 there's always Stepsister from Planet Weird hey Count. Stepsister from Planet Weird is, is good. great it is, it is. Very good I almost, a, that was one of my alternate oh, costumes for today the bubble? Um, You're going to be a bubble. No, I was just going to wear layers of pink. Um, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to draft High School Musical 2. There it is. There you go. There and also it is. That Kyle I... said. <laughs> yeah, not the one I said. <laughs> well, I didn't have it originally on my board, but since Kyle stole mine, um, this was the highest um, premiere in Disney Channel history. It, uh, I gotta find it now because I didn't hear. Oh, yeah. Um, drew in a rating of 17.6 million viewers on its premiere night, making it not only the highest Disney Channel original movie in history, but the highest in cable history to that date. That may have been beaten. Um, e- even higher than um, NFL Monday Night Football. Damn. That's insane. That That's is insane, Chad. That is intense. Yeah. Um, but uh, you've got to love a movie that has a song called I Don't Dance, where they dance the whole time. Um, you are the he music wore his outfit. He wore Ryan's outfit. That's all I'm going to say. It's the gayest. Sorry. Just, you said I don't dance, and that was my Winter Soldier trigger word. Go ahead. Sorry. Yes. Um, You Are the Music in Me is like a truly beautiful song. I love that song. Um, Bet on it. I don't think I actually have to say anything else about Bet on it. Um, I it's launched a thousand memes. Uh, I think that that's actually what made Zach Efron's career. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually what got him hired for um <laughs> for both hairspray and the greatest showman um <laughs> but uh yeah i think that um uh you know we already discussed that 
I couldn't draft High School Musical 1 or 3. Have we? Uh, well, I couldn't draft 1 because Kyle had already taken it. And High School Musical 3 is a theatrical release. So, 2 it is. And 2, I mean, it's got it's got a, so- a solid soundtrack. It's It's got hijinks, which you want in a High School Musical movie. Lots of hijinks. Um, it's got major classism. Major classism. And, um, and then there's always that, like, little, oh, are Troy and Gabriella gonna break up? They're breaking up? Are they breaking up? I guess they're gonna get back together by the end of the movie. (laughs) So, um, yeah. It's, uh, it's a high school musical. Except that it's not a high school musical. It's a summer camp musical. <laughs> I was going to ask if there was a musical at all because I I not see this is the one they're they're on a resort right or it's yeah it's, yeah it's a camp. resort it's a resort. Yeah. I've seen this movie through memes and clips. <laughs> okay, that's all I've ever seen of this movie, and Damon, I think I've seen of it. We're gonna watch this movie. You bet okay. on it. <laughs> Okay. We're all in this together, Katie. <laughs> oh, we're to watch the first one too. <laughs> I've seen that one. Scream. I've seen that one. Um, High School Musical 2 finishes Katie's board. And now we're to Kyle's last pick. What you got for us? All right. So, fun fact High School Musical 3. No, I'm just kidding. Um, let's see. <laughs> Uh, you all heard it. Kyle did, drafted High School Musical 3. Did no one have anything to say about High School Musical 2? Oh, I, you know, it's it's a great movie. Like, I, I genuinely did debate between that one and the first one when I picked the first one. I, they're both fantastic movies. Um, I think 2 is just so much more dramatic, and that's why like, I, I love it. It is so heightened, and like, every interaction, too, like, yeah, it, it's... It's ridiculous. The music is fucking incredible. Um, I don't dance. It's just a thing of absolute beauty. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, it, my my feelings in kind of all three movies are the same in that they all, all they kind of all do mesh together. Um, but two is definitely if you want a picture of like what kind of movie each one is you watch the second one because it's the most dramatic and the most heightened and the most everyone in it is just committing to the bit like 200 percent all right so um okay i my i'm torn because there's a lot that is like we there's a lot of genuinely really good ones that we haven't even talked about so the honorable mentions are going to be fun but Mm -hmm. um for my last one i'm actually going to go Turns out I'm just in love with Christy Carlson Romano. Who knew? Um, I'm just going to go ahead. I don't give a shit. Like, this movie is fucking great. This show is fucking great. Uh, Kim Possible, A Stitch in Time. Um, it's the second Kim Possible movie. The first one is whatever. Um, came out in 03. Uh, I loved, loved Kim Possible. Um, if Even Stevens was my favorite show, Liz McGuire or Kim Possible were probably my, fa- my second favorite. Um and yeah, this one is, I mean, I, I'm always a sucker for time travel, obviously. Uh, and I mean, the, 
back and forth between Kim and, and Ron is great with Ron going away. Like he's moving at the beginning of the, of the movie. And um, Shigo was like, we talked a lot in this podcast about how I'm in love with women who could step on me. That probably began with Shigo. Like now that I'm having that realization on this podcast, but it, I mean, that probably, it was either her or yeah, it was, it was, it was Shigo. I mean, it was, it was a very early uh, thing for me. Um, but it's just the Kim Possible movies and the show. I haven't seen the, the live action one they made. I, I don't really care about that one, but um, they're just ridiculous and like ripoffs of, of Alias and like a lot of other things, but they're so fun. And Rufus, the naked mole rat, fucking banger of a song, by the way. Um, yeah, it's just a, when you have like this kind of over the top spy kind of story, but also with like a time travel story and these villains teaming up. It, yeah. And I, one of my, one of my earliest memories of like, being, I, I always would visit the Disney Channel website and I'll like play all the games they had on there before like games were super accessible elsewhere. Before we had like game consoles or whatever, I would just go on the browser and like play these games and I would play the Lilo and Stitch like burger builder game. I, like these toppings are just raining from the sky and you have to like balance your, your burger. Or I would play, the, there was a Kim Possible one. A lot of these games were like really small, like, complete this task and you're done with the game. There was a impossible one that was linked to this movie that was a whole like story. And it was, cause you're on your browser, it was hard to like save. So I remember I, I would just sit down after school and try and play through the entire thing. Um, and you go through the entire story of the movie and you play as like different ages of Kim Possible. It was really fun. It was, so that's like a core, like early internet memory that I have. Um, but yeah, the movie was just, it was a lot of fun. I love Kim Possible. Fucking banger of a theme song, too. Just great all around. I loved Kim Possible. Definitely one of my favorite Disney shows. Uh, like I said before, I love Christy. And this also has one of my other true favorites. Will Ferdell is yes. just an all-timer. Okay? Yes. This, Boy Meets World, Terry McGinnis. By yep. Abby, like, there's more. I'm not going to name them all, but just know he's iconic. Okay? Have you seen the two of them have a podcast together now? No. Will and Christy have a podcast together. They actually just had Kevin Conroy on no, and talked no, about no, Batman. No. Yeah. Incredible stuff. Okay. I got to go. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. That just made my night. Um, I don't – I remember this movie. It was um like three episodes kind of almost put together. Is this where Ron and her – like they get together? This is where they kind of unofficially they get together. That they, like, they, they like each yeah. other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is the shit. This was amazing. <laughs> so glad you got this. This was awesome. This was everything Kim Possible fans wanted to happen. And so, like, when this happened, it was everything. I I just love the villains. Uh, what yeah. Monkey Fist? <laughs> Doctor <Dr. laughs> Um, they were so great. Um, and what were their name? Was it Junior Junior? Senior Junior Junior. <laughs> <laughs> That, else, that still gets me. Uh, Katie, was this on your board? Um, it wasn't on my board, but like I loved Kim Possible. Um, yeah, I love. There's someone in my orbit. I don't remember who because I haven't seen people IRL in two years. 
Um, but someone that I know has the um, the do 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 as their like uh, notification. Yeah. Sound. Yes. And every time I hear it, it just like makes my heart so happy. <laughs> but I can't I can't remember which friend it is because again I haven't gotten to see anybody. <laughs> oh, such an iconic ringtone beep sound. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also wait, like. Also- yeah, Wade. I was gonna say, like, the cast is also so impressive. Like, Wade is obviously our our boy Taj Maori. Um, mm-hmm. Gary Cole, you know, coming back from uh, from Cadet Kelly. Cadet Kelly, yeah, plays Doctor Possible. He's Kim's dad. John DiMaggio, who, like, I mean, Futurama aside, Everybody. also has like two hundred plus voice acting credits. He's Doctor Draken. Michael Dorn is Rufus 3000. Michael Clark Duncan is Future Wade. Like, it just go. Dakota Fanning is in there as Preschool Kim. I mean, it probably one of her earlier earlier roles. Vivica A. Fucking Fox is in there as Future Monique. Like, it is just... Miss Minutes. Yeah. Miss Minutes herself. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, it's just stacked. And it's like, it's it, this came before the... the um, on the other, on the rival side, on the Nick side, the uh fairly odd parents like the tv surfing or channel surfer whatever that that special was this came before that but i i have a lot of memories of like watching those back to back as well um because they're like these big like you watch this tv show and they were like these big events of like here's the crossover right like here's this big tv movie like three episodes in one kind of thing um and i think this also if, if my memory serves correctly just like even Stevens, this kind of served as a like a series finale to the show, which makes sense, like with what you're talking about, Damon, of her and Ron finally, which fans of the show had been waiting for that since day one for her and Ron to get together. So yeah, it's it's kind of like a unofficial series finale to the show. Kim Possible, I need to go rewatch all of this. this. Is what I, I need to just rewatch all the shows. Um, any other thoughts on Kim Possible before we move on to the last pick? All right. So, one more pick. Last of the draft. <sighs> so many are going to be left on the board. So before we find out, let's take the last quick break. All right, welcome back from break. We are to Damon for his final pick, the final pick of the draft. What you got for us, sir? <sighs> There's several that... I could go with and I'd be happy with. Um, I got mostly everything I wanted, except for, of course, Brink and Xenon. Those two are in my top five. Um, Cadet Kelly was seventh. So I don't get everything I wanted, but these these other two I really like. I think I'm going to go with the funner one, the one that I just I've always liked. I've always enjoyed. And I guess I'm just going to get the Ryan Merriman sweep. I'm going luck of the Irish, baby. Um, just, I mean, okay, for one, um, I don't know how real it is. I was always told growing up, I, I have Irish heritage. Who knows? I've never done a 23andMe, so I'll find out one day, maybe. Um, but just the idea of this guy who's super lucky has, you know, everything comes to him so easily. And then he finds out, oh, wow, it's this lucky coin I have that's my family's, you know, holds my family's power and makes us stop being leprechauns <laughs> um and so he just goes through bad luck and the fact that timothy freaking omenson is in this freaking movie which of course 
as a kid, he was just the dude who played this really cool jackass of a um of of the uh, leprechaun guy that who stole all the coins. But now, of course, he's Lassie. I mean, and so it just I mean, it's super fun even now watching the movie because of that. But even then, like he's the saint of the step. He's this super lucky kid, and he just his unlucky day is hilarious. Everything goes wrong. He gets shit on the entire time. He starts degrow, like he starts shrinking. Okay, like his pants are shorter and everything. His e- the ears when you first see the ears are great, and for some reason he he gets you know this really cool dye job uh, for his hair. Um, it's just it's so fun. It's so silly um great music you got some awesome like irish uh beats in there and rhythms i i love the potato chip tie-in uh that is granddad was supposedly the one who created the potato chip uh was just i love that i still love that um i think this movie told told me the origins of the potato chip um if I'm, i'm not mistaken i'm pretty sure so thank you luck of the irish and then of course just the whole last scene where they're going through all the different uh, challenges is so fun. Really silly. He has no idea what's going on. He wins some of them by luck and just by chance. And then the the last basketball game is really fun. Timothy goes full leprechaun ogre demon. And uh, it's just, I, I love this movie. It, it really has a little bit of everything. And Ryan Merriman is, is the king of DCOM. So he had to get another movie in there. So that's my, my last pick and the last pick of the draft. Look at the Irish. Katie, your thoughts. I'm so glad this got picked. I love Ryan Merriman. I love basketball. I love Irish, I guess, as well. Um, <laughs> and potato chips. So, uh, no, I we used to watch this all the time. Um, and... Uh, it's such a fun movie. It's such a ridiculous fever dream movie as well, as so many of these are. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would have been sad if this didn't make it on any boards. And um, so I'm really glad that you picked it up. Someone called this a still being the last pick of the draft. Kyle, are you a fan of the look of the Irish? Yeah, I, I would kind of consider it a steal because it was when I was uh, initially assembling my board, this and Smart House were both at the very top um, of the list. So I'm glad I, I ended up not being able to make room for it. So I was really glad it, it could still be drafted. Um, protagonist named Kyle, I'm into it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's such a goofy movie. Not that one. Um, such a ridiculous movie. I am on fire right now, guys. Uh, it's just, it's so fun. It, it, I love basketball and I love how stupid it gets. Lassie just makes for such a dumb, fun character. Um, yeah, it, it does feel, it feels like a steal to have that as the very last pick of the draft. But I like how our boards ended up representing Christy and, and uh, Ryan, like very well. <laughs> so yeah, this is, this is great. I, I I think they still run this every St. Patty's Day on, on Disney Channel. Like mm-hmm. every as year without fail. Should. As it should be. Yeah, absolutely. Because they, they never made any other movies about Irish culture. So this is the one. But um, yeah, it's, it's a great movie. I love it. And Ryan, who, you know, just impresses us with his dance, wins the dance challenge with breakdancing. I just have to mention that. <laughs> 
He beats as one does. The, the traditional Irish dance of breakdancing. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> okay, that finishes it out, guys. We did it. 15 movies out of 106 or so of the DCOMs. That means a lot were left out. Let's just do a quick run of the ones we wish we had drafted, ones we just want to mention. And yeah, Katie, start us off since this was your episode and idea. Thank you so much, by the way. This was a lot of fun. Um, under wraps, uh, definitely an all-timer. Um, Alley Cat Strike. Yes. Um, Xenon the Sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Double teamed um, mm-hmm. about the identical twins. Crazy. Cheetah Girls. That was the one. That was what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> that that was you were going to go with. No. I mean, I don't know if I'd actually seen the full movie Cheetah Girls until doing my rewatches here, but Disney Channel played those songs and music videos so often. All the time. That yeah. I had just like thought that I had seen it. Um, but now I have, in fact, seen Cheetah Girls. Um, <laughs> stuck in the Suburbs with Taryn Killen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Camp Rock 2, The Final Jam. Yes. <laughs> and Zombies. Oh, Zombies. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a new one, right? That was, yeah, that was one I really wanted to fit in and was so conflicted about. And then uh, the Descendants movies. I, I like the Descendants movies. Those are, yeah. Yeah find a way those, to get them in those are fun movies yeah um pixel perfect is not a great movie but i love phil of the future and phil phil is that's the only de- decom he did i think um mm-hmm. uh mom's got a date with a vampire love that movie don't look under the bed. Like I said, they did a lot of really good, like spooky adjacent movies. Um, the other me is really dumb. Uh, what else did I have? All the Halloween Town movies, honestly. Um, the Color of Friendship, attempting mm-hmm. to attack like racial stereotypes. Uh, I think it's maybe like the highest rated decom movie. It's got a seven point three on IMDb, um, which really doesn't say anything. But like you know. It's interesting. Uh, Phantom of the Megaplex was a lot of fun. And then one that I always loved, um, my brother and I like played a lot of Little League and also loved food. So Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, loved it. Loved that movie so much. Uh, and then Katie mentioned Double Team, but also a really fun basketball movie. Um, Watching these movies, by the way, like all back to back, you're just like, for one... All these parents have very, very shitty views and are not very good parents. Yep. <laughs> um, two, a lot of misogyny in a lot of these movies. And a lot of it is like part of the plot. Like 80s million dollar cook off, his dad is all like, You that's a girl thing, it's cooking. <laughs> you play like a girl while he has girls on his team. It's I was like, wow, this is interesting. Um yeah, and then Cadet Kelly, you know, just the whole misogyny in that one. Um, these movies are very misogyny interesting. Misogyny in the military? <laughs> no way! Yes. I know. I just revealed a big secret. Get out of here. They're gonna kill me. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I'm glad you mentioned. Don't look under the bed. That was the one I almost thought about drafting here at the last pick. I think it's my favorite. It, it's 
kind of creepy as as far as their movies go. Yeah, it, it can get a little creepy. The Boogeyman. I mean, he was. I remember not being a fan of the Boogeyman as a kid with his super long fingernails and all that. Yeah, uh, he was just. He was yeah. Um, and the imaginary friend idea was just really fun. I love that. Um, I I also have Alley Cat Strike and Phantom of the Megaplex high on my list. Um, Horse Sense. I liked it. I'm. I, I admittedly, I was always a big fan of the Lawrence Brothers. Like. I watched uh, uh, what was a brotherly love as a kid, yeah, so I always yeah. had a had a soft spot for them, and that, it's not bad. It really wasn't, and of course I mentioned You Wish, which yeah. uh, is super funny and silly, but it's it's really good. It, it, you have a fun time watching it. So, and one okay, I have a dishonorable mention. The one that I okay, so I only watched twenty three decoms. Okay, out of all of them. But the one that I hate, I like the least. And I remember liking as a kid, but now I'm just like, this just is not, I'm not in it. The 13th year. Not, really? not, not a fan. Wasn't my no, thing. Yeah. Not a fan. Mm. It just uh, didn't do it for me. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Anna. <laughs> Can of Worms. That stand for How Dare You. Can of Worms as well. Also a really stupid movie, but really fun. Yes. I love that one. Um, um, I forgot. Get a clue. Get a yeah, clue. Get a clue. Of course, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Up, up and away. The superhero <laughs> weakness is aluminum foil. <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> uh, and I likes to mention. Oh. There's, there's so many we haven't mentioned. Wendy, sorry, Wendy Wu, Homecoming Wendy Warrior. Homecoming Warrior. Great yes. movie. Mhm. Yep. Um. Oh, I just had one I remembered and then I forgot again. Um, There's too many. There's so many movies. Is it? Like I wanted to watch like at least like 30 more because I was like, I was like maybe I'll end up drafting those. Yeah, but there's always some that you forget. Like even the Wizards of Waverly Place movie was really good. Um, oh, Genius was the one I forgot. Genius, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's got what's her name when she's so tiny. Um, from Fan of the Opera and Day After Tomorrow. Oh, uh, fuck! What's her name? I love her. Uh, I know. And yeah, Shameless. Her. Fuck. Oh, she's Shameless. in Shameless. Yeah. yeah. I know. Emmy Emmy Rossum. Emmy Rossum. Emmy Rossum. Yeah. 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 Very young. Very young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can name them all. If we want, if we, if we get, I know. Just we get, yeah. Honorable mention. That's the list game. D-coms. Name the decoms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is no, but I think we did. We did a good job of covering the like the best of the best, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. Oh man, that was fun, Katie. You created an amazing episode. Thank you so much. You have anything you want to tell the people at home while you're here hosting? Um, no. Just have a wonderful day and watch some DCOMs. Watch some DCOMs. Hell yeah, watch some DCOMs, y'all. Um, yeah, everyone, thank you for listening to us. Uh, let us know if you like the episode. Uh, hit us up with any comments or criticisms, any ideas for future episodes. We are always listening. You will not get to curate the episode, but you maybe will join <laughs> us as a guest. Um, until then, we got some fun stuff coming up for you. Uh, we are planning our future hunger games episode and for the next month or two who knows what that'll be 
we'll let you know. Um, until then, we hope to see you all soon. Kyle, what do we got for the people? Yeah, next week, um, we are our next uh, episode of the Effies. We're covering the MCU Phase 2 with our, our good friends Michael and Thad. Um, we are also coming back with ending our, our third series. We've done Acolytes of Film. We've done uh, Children of the Tube. And Stewards of Sound is finally coming to a close with the 2010s. That'll be a lot of fun. We've got our friends um, Hannah, Dom, and Olivia coming back for that. Um, yeah, lots of, like Damon said, lots of Hunger Games and all kinds of fun stuff. We're going to have to find a new series to run with now that we don't have a Stewards of Sound. So, uh, yeah, it, like you said, if you have ideas, episode ideas, if you want to come on as a guest, we are always um, open to, to new episode ideas. So, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll catch you on next week. This is what we do.